Going into this game, the Eagles had an opportunity to be the only undefeated team remaining in the NFL through week six this season. Instead, they lost by a final score of 20 to 14 to the New York Jets, whom the Eagles have never lost to ever in 12 previous meetings. And the Eagles are now 5-1. and one. Welcome to the Bird's Nest Podcast. I'm Joe Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is a deflating loss for Eagles fans. There is no other way to put this. And going into the Eagles game against the Rams, Nick Sirianni was asked about this team doesn't look as good through four weeks as they did the previous season. And Nick Sirianni said, they were 4-0. But this game really exposed why the criticism has merit. Because the Eagles are not as good of a team as they were last year. But this was a game that was littered with bad mistakes, that was littered with bad decisions, and it was littered with missed opportunities. The Eagles had no business losing to the New York Jets. So let's talk about this game, because this game boils down to one statistic, and it was my fifth key to the game in our preview episode, and it was turnovers. The Eagles had four turnovers, three interceptions, one fumble. The Jets had zero. The Eagles could not take the ball away from the New York Jets. And you can make arguments, and you can make excuses, and you can say what happened. You could say that the Eagles' secondary has been banged up. You could say that Reed Blankenship left the game with an injury. You could say that Darius Slay was out. You could say that the Eagles were missing some big defensive players. Jalen Carter was out of the game. Justin Evans was out of the game. Sidney Brown was out of the game. And each of the interceptions, you could say something about. You could say that... Jalen Hurts threw the ball to Dallas Goddard, but it kind of pinballed off his leg and into the hands of Quinn and Williams, who was able to recover it. You could say on the second interception that Jalen Hurts was hit, that he was not able to make a clean throw, and because of that, it was a bad throw. The last interception of the game was a third and long situation. If the Eagles converted on third down there, they win the game because it was after the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter, the New York Jets were out of timeouts. And all the Eagles had to do was pick up a first down, and they kneeled it out and game over. And instead, what happens? Well, the Eagles turned the ball over, which was the worst possible thing that could have happened. Nick Sirianni talked post-game about that particular play where he let Jalen Hurts throw, and he talked about why he was okay with that. Um... We thought that if we got the first down there in that particular case, uh, the game was over. Um, you know, the worst thing that happened could happen happened. Um, sure, every every time you're gonna you're gonna think about it. I, I don't I don't think in that particular case we thought running it was the right thing. You know, then we had a third down earlier in that drive that we converted on in similar circumstances. Um, we're gonna trust our guys to make plays. I think AJ had a pretty good game, and um, we're gonna trust our guys to make plays in that particular case. And you know, looking at it. Um, again, we'll have to put them in better spots to succeed, and then, the, and then we got to execute. And the Eagles did get the ball back at the end of the game, but they were unable to do anything with it. They got the ball back with significant time on the clock. They had a few timeouts, and then they went three and out, which they only did one other time over the course of the game. 
So at the end of the day, this was a loss that we can put squarely on the offense here. It was a bad loss. The defense did a great job on the whole. Now, to be fair, when we're talking about turnovers, the Eagles defense is now three weeks without an interception or a fumble recovery of their own. The Jets had five interceptions and three fumbles lost going into this game. There's no reason the Eagles defense should have zero turnovers against this team. So if that's one area where I can criticize the defense, I will criticize the defense on that, that they need to be a little bit more aggressive in the turnover battle. But on the whole, the Eagles' defense answered when the Eagles' offense could not. Zach Wilson, 19 for 33 for 186 yards. But Brees Hall, who prior to this game had several 100-yard rushing games, was held to 39 yards on 12 carries. The Eagles' defense also had five sacks, which resulted in a loss of 31 yards. They had six other tackles for a loss, 10 quarterback hits. The Jets' first 12 points were on field goals. They were not on touchdowns. The Eagles' defense did the job that it needed to do during this game. And this was a bad night for Jalen Hurts. Again, I alluded to it already. Three interceptions in the passing game. Jalen Hurts, 28 for 45. There is no reason why you need to be throwing the football 45 times. 280 yards, one touchdown. Jalen Hurts was also the leading rusher. Eight carries, 47 yards, one touchdown. His longest run was 11 yards. This was not Jalen Hurts' best performance today. But what's even more baffling to me is the Eagles, they have an offense that is built around using the run game to set up the passing game which is fairly unique in the NFL. The NFL, the rest of the league for the most part, uses a short passing or a screen game to set up the deep ball, to set up a long passing game. The Eagles don't have that kind of an offense build. The Eagles strategically tend to use the run game more to set up the pass game, which is critical. It's why the Eagles have been able to run for significant yards, because the run game, unlike the passing game, it wears down the defense so much more. So the run game was wildly underutilized this game. I said that Jalen Hurts threw 45 times. There's no reason why he needs to do that. But let's take a look at the running backs. Because as I said, Jalen Hurts was the leading rusher, especially in terms of yardage. DeAndre Swift, 10 carries, 18 yards. His longest run was a 9-yard run. Kenny Gainwell. Two carries, 13 yards. His longest run was a 12-yard run. Boston Scott, two carries, two yards. His longest run was a nine-yard run. He also lost a bunch of yards, so that's where the net two comes in. So the Eagles handed the ball off to their running backs a grand total of 14 times. That is one time for every point they scored. Under no circumstances is that acceptable. And this very much reminded me of something that occurred way back in the Andy Reid days. If the run game wasn't working early, Andy Reid was very, very quick to abandon it. And you can't do that with the run game. You just simply cannot do that with the run game. Because if you do that with the run game, what happens is 
you rule out such an important part of being able to set up a passing game because you have that threat. You have that threat of being able to go down the field, but you also have the threat of being able to pick up the ball and run 10 yards, run 6 yards, get a good chunk of yardage on those early downs so that you can get the ball into a third and short, maybe pick up a first down if you really wear the defense out. You have those opportunities. Jalen Hurts was never in a position to use the brotherly shove. He just never was. The Eagles never got themselves into a third and short situation, and so that's why all of Jalen Hurts' rushing yards were really, they were QB scrambles. There were a couple of designed runs that were thrown in there, but most of his run was scrambling. Eagles receivers were not great either. Uh, A.J. Brown, certainly the leading receiver. He is now in his fourth consecutive game with more than 125 yards. He was targeted nine times. He caught seven of them for those 139 yards. Devontae Smith, five catches on 11 targets for 44 yards. Dallas Goddard, five catches on eight targets for 42 yards. DeAndre Swift was more of a presence in the passing game. Eight catches on 10 targets for 40 yards and one touchdown. Boston Scott, one catch for 14 yards on one target. Alameda Zacchaeus went one catch on two targets for five yards. Kenny Gainwell went one catch on two targets for four yards. But your big three receivers, A.J. Brown, certainly had a great night. Devontae Smith did not have a good day. Dallas Goddard did not have a good day either. The Eagles, who were already beat up coming into this game and who had a number of players out due to injury, also had a number of players leave the game due to injury. The most significant of which is Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson over at right tackle. Now, the right side of the offensive line has been beaten up just in general already. Cam Jurgens, who is the starting right guard, he is on injured reserve. He is out for the next several weeks while he deals with an injury of his own. Lane Johnson left the game with an ankle injury, and he was replaced by Jack Driscoll. And Jack Driscoll... Seems like he's a decent enough player. He can tend the store, so to speak, but he's not Lane Johnson. Jalen Hurts was sacked twice, and he was hit four times. And when Jack Driscoll came in and had to take over at the right tackle position, we saw the right side of the pocket collapsing a lot more than we did when Lane Johnson was in the game. So Lane Johnson's absence is noticed when the Eagles do not have him in the game. With the Eagles' win-loss record when Lane Johnson is on the sideline being an abysmal 13 wins and 22 losses. Hopefully Lane Johnson's absence is not a long one. We'll probably hear more about that tomorrow or later in the week as we hear more about what Lane Johnson's status is, what the injury is going to look like. Hopefully, it's something that he's able to bounce back quickly from because the Eagles need him. There were a lot of decisions in this game that really, really left me wondering why. It was whether or not you targeted a receiver that was in double coverage, whether or not you were leading a particular receiver. Even on that drive that took us to the two-minute warning, on that third down, the first play following the two-minute warning, you don't need to be throwing the ball there. You need to pick up a first down. Even if you didn't pick up the first down. Because what happens is if you don't pick up the first down, you pick up a good chunk of yards, you take off 
a lot of time from the clock because it'll take you about 10 seconds to get everything situated. And then the clock runs. The Jets at that point in time were out of timeouts. So then you send the punter on, you punt it deep into their territory. They've got the ball with less than a minute left and you put it squarely on the Jets offense to be able to march down the field, which they did to some success, but it wasn't great. So this was a game that was really won and lost by the offense and by poor decision-making on the offensive side of the football. And there's really no other way to express that. Jalen Hurts talked about this after the game. You know, you look at this game and you have so many missed opportunities and really so many, um, so many mistakes as if you're kind of giving it away, you know, and look at the last loss we've had in the regular season, um, well, I've had in the regular season against Washington um, last year, and just look at the turnovers. You know, you, you turn the ball over four times, you shouldn't expect to win. And so um, give a credit to them and how hard they played um, and the, the uh, tenacity and, uh, you know, the, the resilience they played with the Jets team played with, with great resilience. But I think, you know, we we, 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 we gave them too many opportunities Um they did a great job of attacking the ball and turning the ball over, but those are things that we can control for us. So, The Eagles had every opportunity to really stick it to the Jets, and they did not. And I'm not putting it on the defense really at all. I've leveled my one criticism about the defense, which is that they need to be a little bit better in the turnover game. They've gone now three games without one, without a takeaway. but. The Eagles' defense was not the reason why we lost that game. Even on the touchdown at the very end, that was the defensive move, was to let the Jets score that last touchdown, the only touchdown that they scored, so that way the Eagles could have the ball back with a minute and 45 and two timeouts. Had an opportunity to. Had every opportunity to try and move it down the field. The offense could not do it. Stupid mistakes. Turnovers bad decisions. There was even a missed field goal in there by Jake Elliott. I'm one of the biggest Jake Elliott fans, so I'm certainly disappointed when he misses. At the end of the day, though, if we're being honest with ourselves, the Jake Elliott missed field goal was not the reason why we lost the game. The Eagles lost the game because they did not make the right decisions. Now, I think at the end of the day, we as fans realized that the Eagles were not going to go 17-0. That was simply not going to happen. And as I said before, it's not like we were always expecting the Eagles to defeat the Jets. Did we certainly hope that the Eagles would? Yes. Did our outlook on this game, especially my outlook on this game, change when Aaron Rodgers went down with injury? It did. As Jalen Hurts said in the post-game press conferences, it's all about how the Eagles respond to something like this you know it's, it's about how we respond you know and a lot of guys that are hungry eager to fix the mistakes that we've had today and made today um everybody will um harshly hold themselves accountable as they should um as top down and would you continue to move forward jalen hurts has not lost back-to-back -back games since week eight of 2021 and I'm fully expecting that the Eagles will rebound from this. It's all a matter of whether or not they do and how they respond and how they grow from this experience to become a better football team. So we'll see how things wind up playing out.
as the season progresses, and whether or not the Eagles are, for the first time this season, able to put together a truly, truly confident, dominating football game. Because they have yet to do that this season. And they certainly did not do that today. But let me know what you think in the comments below. What are the things that you are taking away from this game? Are there any bright spots that you might see? Let me know. And thank you to everybody for tuning in to the Bird's Nest Podcast. You can always find the Bird's Nest Podcast and support the Bird's Nest Podcast by liking and subscribing to Bird's Nest Media right here on YouTube and by sharing to your social media pages. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, and Spotify. Please check out birdsnestmedia.com for additional Eagles coverage. And if you feel so inclined to support Bird's Nest Media in a different way, we have a link to our Patreon in the description below and at birdsnestmedia.com. Thanks so much for tuning in, and let's go Eagles.